is Lesage Moselle on the Don't Fuck Yourself, Love Yourself podcast. You can grab my book with the same title on Amazon, Lulu, or at booksbylesage.com. That's L-A-S-A-G-E. We talk spirit talks, esoteric mysticism, practical human shit, parenthood, relationships, you name it. Whatever we discuss, we dive into the truth of all of these things and we go beneath the surface where it is needed. Okay, what's up, y'all? This is your girl, LaSage, and we today are going to be talking about source and your relationship with source how's your relationship with source are you good are you good like do you hear source speaking to you that omnipotent energy that high loving most gracious most joyful energy omnipotent energy that exists within all things all of us That's made up. We're all made up of the same. The thing that connects us. Are you connected or do you know that you're connected? Because, yes, we're all connected, whether you recognize it or not. Okay, I talk about that in my last podcast. You know, our connectedness. We're all connected. We're all one. Yeah, we're all pieces to the puzzle. And, um, you know, we're all just doing our part to contribute to the whole of the puzzle. And I've done my one of my parts. And I have a journey ahead of me. I don't know for how long, but I'm going to make the best of it. If you haven't already, go buy my book. Don't fuck yourself. Love yourself. Okay. LaDonna Banfield, CHC. That's my government name and hypnotherapy credentials. Um, We have to honor ourselves we have to honor where we are we have to honor how we show up right i got a download unlock your inner guru and that became my tagline you know for my business Really, it's not for my business. It's for my ministry. And anybody who knows me well, who actually knows me, knows that I'm not a religious person. I am very spiritual. I study all religions. However, I do find source and I find the truth. I pull out the truth of things. You know, I could read a bunch of you know, people's interpretations. But for me, there are only things that I can pull out that's truth um, or interpret as truth. It might be told a certain way. It might be told in a story format so that you can understand it. You know, I worship the God that is within me because that is source. You could read until you're blue in the face. It does not mean you have knowledge. To me, true knowledge is knowing it conceptually and experientially. Because until we know it experientially, we don't know it. Until we know it, until we actually experience a thing, we do not know 
anything. And I have learned this on my path. We're not going to forget our experience, okay? You ain't going to forget that. Now, you can, but it's a little harder to forget something that you actually experienced. So, I would read all these books. I would read them. And I would, I think, I thought I knew everything, right? And then I humbled myself and I I knew I knew nothing, right? But then that wasn't how my how I really felt inside. How I felt inside was, I feel like I know this. So I'm like, I know this, which is true, but it's just not conscious. Oh, it's not consciously known, okay? We don't consciously know what's going on, but I know somewhere deep within me, there's this knowingness of all, right? So because of that, being a human and having that knowingness, right? It's like, uh, well, you can't tell me I don't know what I know because I know all things, right? Because God is with it. No, 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 no. You are not God, ma'am. All right? You are not God. You did not create all these people. <laughs> no, you didn't. Humble yourself. You possess the energy that makes up God. All of us are connected by this same omnipotent energy. That I can definitely say I, I experience I experience that connectedness and I experience it often. Being a reader I don't do psychic readings to the point where I'm telling you the future. I don't like those because, and actually we're going to talk about it in here. (laughs) All these people are running around here like they know everything, right? They know. So they've read every book they could get their hands on and you can't tell them nothing. But they don't really know because they really hadn't experienced it. They only know what they think they know because it was history. It was talked about in the book. The person who said it sounded like they knew what they were talking about. They were very confident. It made perfect sense. But is it real? And anytime you are constantly focusing on things outside of you for your knowledge, then... It's never really inner knowledge. You never really know it. So I say that to say when you have a connection with source, you have knowledge, access to knowledge 24-7. All right? You have that access. Now, will you know things just because you want to know it? All the time. About your path. No. Because if you knew everything about your path. How are you going to experience it? Like truly experience it? (laughs) If you already know that tomorrow at 5.15... A stranger is going to walk up to you and tell you you're beautiful. (laughs) A stranger is going to walk up to you and tell you you inspired them. 
You really inspired me. You are so beautiful. And when they come up to you, you're you're expecting it. So you're like, oh, thank you. But there's no... You knew it was coming at 3.15. You knew it was coming. (laughs) How does that... How is that joyful, you know? I know... That in three days, I'm going to get... That's not... It can be comforting because, of course, knowing and not worrying about unexpected things, it can be comforting. But nobody said that living a joyful life would be comfortable, right? Nobody said that. So, um Anyways, I do want to get into the topic here today. I I definitely ran with that, but I want to talk about what's the story of Paul and uh, Silas um, in the Bible. And I was led to this story, both the, the, the most interesting part is I wrote on my I wrote on my tablet. I said, "How does source and intuition show up in different holy books?" Basically, right. So I had the Bhagavad Gita, um, and I had the Bible, and I had my book. <laughs> and um, yes, I call it holy because it came from a holy place. It came from a it came from spirit, right? It it. it Yes, okay. <laughs> it's not the Bible though, okay. I'll tell you that much. This thing has is full of wisdom. Um whether it's true or not, I don't care. What I do know is that as long as the stories convey what convey the truth that I'm looking for, that's what I'm gonna pull out, right? Um, Just like in movies, just like in anything, I'm going to pull out the truth of whatever it is I'm experiencing, right? And all the rest be left, I don't need to deal with that. I only need to deal in truth, right? So in the Bible, Paul and Silas was taken as prisoners in um, Acts chapter 16. And Paul was annoyed by the young lady who was also fortune-telling for the king. The girl had what they call in the Bible the spirit of divination. Now, divination can mean a few things depending on your level of understanding. However, here I see her as telling the future, which directly conflicts with the king's possible connection with source. I mean, if he can, this is what I was just talking about. If he can know what's going to happen by consulting with the fortune teller, then the fortune teller becomes source for him, right? And if he connected himself with source, then he would be guided and things will be revealed to him when it's time to be revealed to him. And all he had to do was open his heart to source. But history shows that many of the rulers of the earthlings preferred the image of power versus true power from source. That's where your true power is. Okay. All right. So, um, meanwhile, Paul being annoyed by the girl repeating and following him in the streets, 
she was yelling, these men are servants of the most high who proclaim us from who proclaim to uh, give us the power of salvation. And then he turned around and demanded the spirit of divination to come out of her. And then the king threw him and him and Silas in jail because he no longer had access to her fortune telling that, of course, brought him many fortunes. But see, if the king knew source, if he had built that relationship so that he could hear source, no matter what, and he had a relationship that no man, and I mean no man, could take it away. But back to the story. So then while in prison, they were connecting with God, source, and singing hymns to God. And the prison guards heard them. And suddenly there was an earthquake. And the quake shook loose the chains and the cells and broke them free. Right? Now, this is what trusting in source looks like. Trusting in source to honor your heart's desires on our path. This is what it looks like. All you have to do is trust this God source energy with all your heart. Now, essentially, we're saying trust in love with all your heart because God source energy is only another word for love. And... Well, you want to say hi? Hi. This is my husband. Mm-hmm. He always comes kisses me when he gets home. Never fails. <laughs> okay. Um, so, like I said, essentially, when I say trust in love with all your heart, it's because... God source, I mean, trust it with God source energy with all your heart because trusting in love, that's what you're trusting in, right? It's, you ever heard the saying that God is love? Yeah, that's true. And, well, I was practically going back and forth between homelessness for a period of time. And when I finally found a roommate situation, she couldn't pay the rent in full. And we were facing eviction. I was already evicted, which is why I was there. Now, during that time, I went to get an apartment. And while having faith and gratitude got me the job and the pay I wanted through a good friend, I was looking for apartments in that area because I trusted that I would get the job. Now, I wasn't sure if I could get the apartment with my eviction. Um, So I then tried my faith and I went into the exact location I wanted to stay in. It was five minutes from the job. Now, they were procrastinating. Let me not procrastinating. Look, they were processing my application. And clearly one of their disqualifications were evictions in the last three years. But God, (laughs) the power went out right while she was submitting my application and it disconnected them from the network that would have shown my eviction. Yes, I had to wait. Okay, had to wait for them to get the system up and then they needed to approve my application. Now, she felt bad that I had to wait so long. So she went ahead and approved my application like as soon as the system got back up and no one can argue with me. About the way store shows up. You hear me? Because if that power window went out more than 
No, there's. I don't even want to think about it. There would have been something else that would have happened to let me get that apartment. Okay, because that was the need. That was. I was. I had faith. And I had gratitude and I was operating in spirit and I was operating in love and I was I was just trusting. I didn't take it as, oh, if I go here, they probably not going to approve me because I got that eviction. Because if I had that thought, then I'm not even about to go in and pay the application fee because those application fees are not cheap. You look at a few apartments, you don't already pay your security deposit. On a place, and you still don't have an apartment if you just so no, no. I went in faith, got it. Okay, now back to the story and the story of Paul and Silas. The prison keeper was asleep and awakened by the earthquake to see the prisoners free, and then proceeded to kill himself before the king could get to him. Now, Paul stopped him saying, we're all still here. No worries, basically. But then he called out for light and then he fell at Paul and Silas's feet. Asking what he needed to do to be saved. Mm. And drink me some water. Okay. Now. Being saved, let me, I'm going to pause, you know, I have to pause and go over the everything, but now being saved really means the shift in consciousness from the collective unconsciousness to Christ's unconsciousness in which our connection with source is now recognized as the most highest of connections. So the reference to being saved is only a shift in energy and mindset and consciousness. You have set the intention To know who you are in source, right? And you now recognize your oneness with the source energy of all creation. Okay, so that's what being saved actually is. It's not just getting baptized, like getting uh, dunked in water and now you'll never do anything wrong again or whatever. No, you are acknowledging intentionally your relationship, your intention to have a relationship with source, right? And to allow source to guide your heart. You are essentially opening your heart. You understand what I'm saying? So Paul told the prison keeper to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you'll be saved and you and your household. Now, then they spoke the word of the Lord to him and his family and all of his family and then took them the same hour of the night and washed their stripes. Now, when it's talking about stripes, it's referring to earlier Paul and Silas got beaten with a rod before they got put into prison. All right. And they called those marks, those marks stripes or whatnot. Um. So he helped them to cleanse themselves of their scars and wounds from, you know, being in submission to the law of the land. Sounds like we could all use the cleaning from the scars caused by this law of the land called America. But anyways, (laughs) immediately all his family was baptized and the man rejoiced having believing in God with all his heart. And the Roman invited him into his house. Now, during this time, the Romans pretty much hated the Jews. Okay, so 
this part says a lot about source and its ability to unite others that are on seemingly opposing sides. Okay. So, you know, you and Cletus and Bob can be best of friends, you know, Junebug and, and, uh, Billy, they can be awesome friends. <laughs> they don't have to be the, if they both connected to source, they will be, they shall be united. All right. <laughs> but anyways, um, so <clears throat> what happened was Paul ultimately was let go legally and upon his boldness and spirit, if you read the rest of chapter 16 in Acts, uh, Paul said that they had beaten them openly, unconcerned. He called them um, uncondemned Romans and said that they had thrown us into the prison. So let them, which was the magistrates, the people who got them locked up, let them come up and get us out themselves. Right. Now, Paul was gangster. All right. Because <laughs> you could be gangster when you got a connection with source that's so strong. You know what I mean? You can be gangster. So he was gangster. He knew his connections. These same folks that locked him up, that beat him. He, they like about to let, they letting this man out. You know, other folks probably like, man, go ahead, leave. You, you, they letting you leave. No, because he's secretly, they, the magistrates, the magistrates secretly locked them up, but openly, I mean, they were secretly trying to let them out, but openly condemn them, openly beat them. Right. So go ahead and openly let me out so people can see. Right. Can see that you made an error. Right. That also let them see you had let them think that you had some compassion, too. I don't know if that was his thought process. But I'm just saying, like, you know, <laughs> people, the they probably don't want people to question their authority or whatever. And, you know, those they try to make an example out of people. So it's, it's very well. It can be many reasons why. But in my opinion, I, I thought that was pretty. That was pretty. Yeah. Come on. Uh, you lock you lock me up. Don't send other people to do your dirty work. Go ahead. So, um, when they came, they did come and they brought them out. But the the uh, agreement was that they depart the city. So when they were leaving the prison, they entered the house of Lydia, and when they saw the brethren, they encouraged them and departed. Now Lydia. We'll rewind. Lydia is the woman who invited them to stay with her in the city, which is why they were there longer than they planned. Now, the Lord put it in their heart to heed the things spoken by Paul in her heart to heed the things spoken by Paul. So in the midst of all of this drama, Paul still found it in his heart to encourage them because of his connectedness with source. Now, let's just say he was an ego. He could have assumed that the lady set him up or that it was her fault. He got locked up and beaten ego and thoughts rooted in the opposite of love feeds your illusions. But when you're connected to source, you see the God source in others. You see other people's hearts. So it's hard for you to take certain things to and and 
fix things in your mind a certain way. You can, but you'll recognize it right away if you do it because of your connectedness with source. Source is not going to let you misinterpret that. Only you can misinterpret it, right? Only you can make yourself misinterpret it by being an ego and not acknowledging your connection with source in that moment. So whenever you're feeling bad or you're feeling a drama, you're feeling it, then you need to ask yourself what is required right now for you to strengthen your connection with source. And then you'll be guided if you listen. All right. So anyways, um, all of these now in the in the Bhagavad Gita, it's the oldest holy book, all right? And in text seven and eight, it discusses the mystical powers received by devotional service of Krishna. Now, Krishna is also another name for God, source energy. And um in the book they have it like Krishna is a man as well. Um and God's source is source of all creation in omnipotence and shows up all throughout our limited knowledge of world history in different forms to show us who we are. So they had Krishna in the Bhagavad Gita as a man, just like they had Jesus in the Bible. Um, and a lot of people confused him for God because of the things that he said, but what he was essentially uh, recognizing and sharing with you all was that was his, he was stating his undying connection with source. There was nothing else to that except him proclaiming who he knew he was. But a lot of people misinterpreted things. The game of telephone, you got to think about it. Even just from one person to the next person, the person hears what they interpret, what they perceive. So there, you can't sit here and say that whatever the, these stories and whatever the the um, accounts of people accounting their interactions with Jesus, like you'll see even with uh, in the different accounts of the Bible, the different books of people telling their stories, different things were heard from a, a, a the same exact moment. Different things were talked about. And so... Everybody perceived that Jesus was God. Yeah, Jesus, he knew his, he knew who he was in God. He knew. All right. I didn't come here to talk about the uh, debate about Jesus. Um, it also says in the Bible, do not quarrel. There's this, do not quarrel. Also, do not quarrel amongst fools. I don't like to, you know, it's, it is what it is. Because um, if we're quarreling, that means that if we're quarreling about, you know, truth, 
then somebody's not telling the truth, right? And somebody is wanting you to believe their truth. But if you know it's truth, then there's no need for you to convince me of this that this is true. If you know it's true, then know that it's true and live your life. Um, but it's because people are afraid that lies will be spread or whatnot. And then they might be afraid of them own selves questioning their own beliefs, you know, who knows? But at the end of the day, I believe that it is um, very unproductive to discuss the little stuff. Because the, the biggest thing is, is that you have a connection with source. If you find anything wrong with me saying that you need to strengthen your connection with God and you decide to tell me that I can't have a connection with God because I got to go through a man then we have a problem. That's me. So, um, you do, you go to God and source how you feel that you need to go to God and how you need to go to source. And I promise you, your path can be just as joyful, you know? Um, the problem with that is, though, is that if you constantly feel that you have to have a conduit to get to what is already available to you at all times, then um, it kind of kind of uh, lowers your power, your innate power, right? And I'm not even going to go on and on about it. I just definitely love the truth that is in the Bible. That is, whether the stories are true or not, like I said, there's truth in the stories. So, um, I'm thankful and I'm grateful for the opportunity to be able to share what was ministered to me by source. I advise that you strengthen your relationship with source so that you can be guided exactly where you need to be and go so you can have happiness, so you can have joy, so you can have the love that you deserve, you know? So you can transcend these personal mind lying issues. And I say mind lying because our mind will lie to us. And then all the programming outside of us conditions our mind to continue to lie to us. Right? Society has set up a world where humans are trying to fit into these to society so much because we need that connection. We need that human connection. We need that love. Um, you know, babies have died from not receiving love. 
It's crazy. That's how important it is. And we want so much to fit in and to be accepted by humans that we don't accept the power that is within us, which is the source. I got plugs all around the house. Right? But they all go back to an electric source. One source. And I can control all the lights with this one source. Sure. I could go, um, if I want more power, I could go get a generator, hook up a generator or whatever. But it's more of like a backup. It's not really a, it's not really the thing. And it's not going to last long. The generator eventually goes out, right? But electricity, the power, the way that it works is built to last. And the only thing that you have to change is the light bulbs. Now, I'm not fully aware of how the mechanics of electricity work, right? But I think that we know enough of the basics to know that that's what would happen. That, that's, that's a big difference between using a generator and using the electric, the main electric source in the house. So... What do you want? What do you do? You want to constantly use a generator, or you just have to keep keep buying new ones, keep re, you know, however generators work. What do you have to? I, I've seen some generators where you got to pull the thing. I don't know if that's the old school. You got to pull the pull the line, like the lawnmower, to get it to start. You got to go buy gas for it and stuff like that. You got to. You got to do all these things just so you can have this electricity in your house. And all you got to do is just go turn on the switch from the source. And then you have electricity in your house. All throughout your house. Pulsing through the veins of your house. Ready to access at any plug, no matter where you are in the house. And just because one plug goes out doesn't mean the whole source is going to go out. Does that make sense? So, anyways, I said my piece. I think I'm good. I love you. May you love yourself. May you love yourself today, tomorrow, and forevermore. And maybe may you love your neighbor. May you love on your kids the way that you weren't able to be loved. May you love on your mate. The way you've never been able to be loved by a human. And just open your heart. Ask Source to guide you in love. And ask for discernment. Ask for the... uh, (laughs) Just... It's already given to you before you even ask, but I'm just for your own so you can set the intention so you can already know out loud what it is that you're seeking. That way you'll be able to consciously recognize it when it comes up. So verbally saying, putting it out there, putting the intention out there, verbally sending your order to the universe, you know. Yeah, do that.
send your order on out there so it can so it can come faster. Go ahead. The waitress did not hear you when you put in your order last time because you was talking to the generator. <laughs> no, anyways, peace out, y'all. And if you haven't already, go buy my book, Don't Fuck Yourself, Love Yourself. You can buy it on Amazon or you can go to Books by La Sage. That's Books by L A S A G E dot com. You can also find my website at a healer's playground.com. And uh, yeah, peace out, y'all. Thank you for listening. All right. Thank you.